Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Today is a very, very special episode. Every episode is special, but this one has a real place in our hearts. It is the one-year anniversary of the Through the Wire podcast. Oh, yeah, 365. Who said that? February to February, the only place that's come for work. It, no, it took you too long. Yeah. You don't just know it. Finish, it, finish your line. Only place success becomes before work is inside the dictionary. dictionary. And that's facts. Who said that? Soldier. Soldier. Oh, what's wrong? <laughs> I don't know. You didn't know Soldier said that. Nope, okay. I did not know Shout Soldier. Shout out to Soldier, boy. So, um, we did something a little special. We got a, a little cake here. You can't see it, but it says uh, happy one year anniversary. We, did, we couldn't get through the wire on the cake, but nonetheless, it's the one year anniversary of this show. Um, you can find episode one here on YouTube, and uh, I, I would recommend going to watch it just to see how much we've progressed in one year's time. Just type in through the wire. It's going to be a little... I think it has like 110, 110,000 views. Maybe. Something like Something that. The like thumbnail that. is going to be like a blue background. With yeah. <laughs> that was the first through the wire logo. We've been through a couple of logos in yeah. a year. You know how people say like, to angle by fast? It's yeah. been a long year for yeah. sure. Yeah. Right? It doesn't feel like it's been like a year worth of work. Nope. And uh, we've been very, very dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. For us not making money off of it, we treated it like it was a job, you know? We think we missed one show we missed? We missed one show. Maybe because of somebody. Because of somebody. But that is okay. It's okay. We passed that. We passed that. <laughs> Speaking of the logo, y'all like the current logo, right? Yeah. What is the current logo? It's our three picture or drawn faces with yeah. the through the oh, wire. Yeah. I really pink, like that. The yeah, pink one. Yeah, yeah. Shout out that to Hex for that one. That stands out really well. I think yeah. it mixes well with it. All right. Put that on the shirt. <sighs> Already, Already did, P. What? Already did, P. I like it. This, this? Is not, this is not official merch. Or anything, but for the one year anniversary, I decided to get shirts made for us, one of ones, one of for ones. us. All right, you gonna do you gonna do this to all of them? Cause not all of them gonna want one. Well, merch will be out soon. <laughs> do not do not uh, do not stress. That's one for Mike. Hey, I can rock with it. This is not official again. I think that ours, the one we do release, is gonna be better quality. Cause this is just one of those stores that's in the mall. Mm. And then D Mills. Stitch and print. Yep. So shout out to them. The Through the Wire shirts. One of ones again. Hopefully the ones we release uh public to y'all will be a little bit better quality. But you know, I just it's a thought that counts, right? So Ben Simmons, Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell, Draymond Green. Draymond Green. That's what the comments gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> so I need y'all to wear that to the uh to the I, podcast I love in a couple his, weeks. I love Pierre Mustache on there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Got me a hell of a like chulo, poppy chulo. chulo. <laughs> all right, so uh, but we appreciate all the support throughout this year. Yeah. It's been a crazy ride, and uh, one thing that stayed consistent was us and our upload schedule, and y'all in the support. So we appreciate it's that one hundred percent. This one year, one moment. The Chris Middleton, Zach Levine. Do you know what's crazy? I was thinking about that in the car. That'll go down in history. <laughs> Chris Middleton. Yes, that, that's going to go down in history. I wish we had more viewers then because that debate was incredible. I wish we had the visual somebody, show somebody, for that one. Yeah, somebody will comment down. Uh, we just put the link down and they could definitely check that out. Yeah, it was the Lonzo Ball fixing his shot. Yeah, that was a good that episode. Was really that good. was a very good episode, which he, he's making improvements if y'all yeah. see that video, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, what about yours? Like, favorite through the wire moment so far? Well, when Pierre got up and walked off, that yeah, was that's, a, that's what I was going to put up. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. That was yeah, the John Wall Ben Simmons yeah. one. Yeah. That was like three weeks ago. Yeah, that was, that was a couple weeks ago. We, we got our moments, man. Yeah. Every, I think every episode got at least a moment. When, uh, 
Derek said, uh, who was it? Uh, Nurkic wasn't going to go see Kevin Love in the playoffs or the finals or something like that. Yeah, and he was dead ass serious. <laughs> it just seemed like there was a period of time of like four episodes straight where the reason we ended the show was because Derek said some wild shit. And we was just like, all right, that's enough podcasting for today. <laughs> My wildest moments when this man, this is like a week ago too, he has a dad in the NBA. Blah, blah, blah. Ben McLemore. Because <laughs> I, I was focused, I was more focused on the other details you had gave, and I was thinking about players that were shaded back to the same team they was on. That was the first thing that came to my man. I feel you. I feel you. Has Ben McMillan even left the Kings? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He oh, was yeah, in Memphis for a year or two, and now he's back with the Kings. Oh. NYC, New York City. We finally have the official date, time, place, and. Everything for the live show. So the live show is September 18th um, in New York City, New York in Midtown, close to Times Square. Again, we we Chicagoans. We don't know much about it. That's my Millie Rock. We go um, in the description. There's going to be a link to all the information. And you, if you want to be there, you have to RSVP. You got to do it soon because there's a limited amount of people that can make the live show. So if you want to see us in New York City, September 18th, 2018. Link is in the description. Who will be there? Food, drinks, meet and greet with us. Obviously, you're going to be in the same room as us. We're not just going to ignore you and just record <laughs> a show. So it's just going to be a great night. Uh, you got to be there at 630. That's when people start arriving, and the show will start around 730. I want to see Nick's gear. Not through the wire gear? Nick's gear? What through the wire gear? <laughs> oh. Unless they got the, a little Sharpie T-shirt. Yeah, that says through the wire on it. Oh, my God. I can't wait to go to the NBA store in New York. It's like five stories high. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stadium goods. Well, that too. We got a couple places that we need to go if we got time. Because I mean, it's a business trip. Pio want to Pio want to get two K Kirigo wings. Oh, I will. It's right, by, it's right by where we saying it. I mean, if he paying for it, I'm down. It's <laughs> <laughs> on you. I didn't look up the prices of them. I thought you don't eat chicken. If it's gold, I bet he would. Who said I didn't eat chicken? <laughs> Marquise Chris. Uh, <laughs> no, go ahead, Mike. Your man's just got traded yesterday or two days ago. <laughs> oh, I forgot he's in the deal. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. He's going to be a solid backup, I think. Can you explain? Give the, the details. He, hey, I told you this yesterday. He was talking about one of the fastest guards. In the <laughs> he's not going to give the details of the trade. That's, that's the not details the details. Of the trade. <laughs> Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight. We said give the details. You gave the details about Brandon Knight, not the that's details of the trade. All right, the details on the trade was Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight for Ryan Anderson and one more person, right? DeAnthony Melton. Rookie. Rookie. Yeah, who who played okay in summer league, too. That was the deal. Mm. That's the trade we have to talk about on this episode. Um, Who was the winner of this trade? I don't think there was a. I mean, I the guess Rockets. the Rockets. They get a little bit more Rockets deep. Yeah. People but, asking like, why did they trade Ryan? They're just they're just trying to just get rid of. Oh, Suns are just basically trying to get rid of that contract now. He's their starting power forward. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah. It, it, the Suns trying to put the team, put that uh, that old. Rockets team around Booker. Remember when they had Dwight mm-hmm. and they got a bunch of shooters, some defense. I, I guess so. But the Rockets are deep now, a lot mm-hmm. deeper. Yeah, they had um, Michael Carter Williams as their backup coming into the season. I was like, that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they got Brandon Knight, who was a somewhat of an upgrade. I don't know. We, yeah, we got to wait to see. I think this if anything, is, he brings more shooting to that team. This is going to be a good opportunity for him. I like this trade for him because yeah. he, the king, played in, them, in a while. We ain't seen him play in a while. So now he gets to come to a team that's going to be winning. <laughs> Mike did say that he needs to be ring chasing. Yeah. He he is. About I mean, he got traded. It's not like he signed to that team. Right. 
Ryan Anderson is really happy though, because mm-hmm. for obvious reasons he had, he was upset in the playoffs because he just couldn't play. Like he yeah. he just the matchups were not in his favor. So when he got traded, he changed his bio on Instagram to say something like, "I'm extremely happy right now." So he's in Phoenix and he's actually he's gonna play. You know, he's gonna play, which is good for him. What? Suns gave up on Marquise Chris too early. You think so? I would have gave him another year. Because I think they had to pick between him and Dragon Bender. Mm-hmm. And I guess they went with the Dragon Bender as the, as the better player maybe now or they projected to be a better player. But Marquise Chris definitely still got some potential up there. Yeah, a lot of the sure. stuff that hold him back is just youth, like fouling. Like the foul trap mm-hmm. you always speak of, that's just him being young. All young big men go through that. When they miss an easy bucket, they come down and make a frustration foul. and they, Those are just growing pains. But by year three, you will know – what you got, and I think that this would have been a big year for him to prove himself, um, because he's a, he's the modern four in the NBA. Kinda, he can shoot a little bit. Um, he can guard the rim. He's a hell of a shot blocker for his size. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can run the floor. He can play small ball five. So he can pick. He has enough athleticism to guard or, or switch on the pick and roll. So, I mean, I don't know. But like KB said, they definitely had to pick between one of the two. Yeah, I wonder how this is going to affect this game. Because, obviously, for the, he's been on the Suns for his first couple of years. And they haven't really been playing for much expect, except for experience. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, now he's on a team that's going to be contending. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's going to compliment. Yep. He's going to be solid, basically, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. They're back up. His big thing is just he just got to stay out of foul trouble. He can easily pick up, like, three fouls in the first quarter trying to block a shot. He'd just be cool. Luck, just, Luckily just, for them, he's going to play in the first quarter. Yeah, that's just youth. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of, like, Markeith Morris, mm-hmm. one of the Morris twins when they first came to the league. One of them got traded. I think it was Markeith got traded from the Suns to the – no, from the Rockets to the Suns. Chris is getting traded from the Suns to the Rockets. And – now he'll be playing with some legit people. So it's Brandon Knight, Eric Gordon, James Ennis, Marquise Chris, and Zochi. That's that's the backups. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. You know, it's not, I mean, they're never going to be on the court at the same time, obviously, because the Rockets always keep at least one starter, whether it be PG, or, um, James, or James Harden or Chris Paul. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're going to be – that just improved their team, basically. Somebody said, does that make them a tighter contender to me? No. Somebody tweeted that to me. I mean, they were already they a were title already a title contender. So <laughs> yeah. it's not like they were one game away from being in the finals. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't because they were having off season. You asked me that was pretty much an L, yeah. you know, they, with the players they lost and stuff. They so this this makes it a little bit better. It makes it yeah a lot better to me. I just know that they wish they could have got this trade done around the draft time. So then they maybe would have just kept the reason mm-hmm. because. Taking Ryan Anderson off the books makes things a lot different when mm-hmm. you talk about money. Signing, but know. Brandon Knight's contract's not good either. Like he's got it a pretty he, he was overpaid as well. Um but that's the trade. Today we wanted to get into um I, I gotta find this man's name real quick. We got suggested oh, yeah. a thing that we should talk about on the show, and I'm gonna look up his name because well, we gotta give credit where it's due. Look up his name, then we gotta shout out that boy. What boy is that? The boy who he got it from. Oh, okay, right. Um, so it was sent to us by our boy David Less Than Three. He said, this is off topic, but I know video ideas are hard to come by at this time of the year. Big facts. Maybe an idea or for the podcast. You know how Kobe gave out challenges before last season? Maybe you or the Through the Wire cast can give out some challenges you'd like to see from players. So that's what we're doing. Ten out of ten question right mentality. Ten out of ten. That's the type of stuff we look for. Originality, creativity, 
discussion practicability. If that's a word, that is, it's a word. I don't know if it applies, Shouts but it, out it's to a word. David Lester three. Shouts <laughs> <laughs> to David Lester three. So. Kobe last year gave out the challenge to Giannis, said he wants Giannis to be MVP. And Giannis took that, and he tr- he tried, you know, he tried, but didn't really work out. They were working out in the gym together the other day, so maybe it's, this is Giannis's year to make that challenge a reality. But today, we have challenges we're giving out to other NBA players. Who want to give out the first player? I will. Uh-huh. I, did, I did mine kind of by position. Okay. Um, I also named mine because I seen Kobe named his. So, like... He gave Isaiah Thomas a challenge, and then on Instagram, the word was fearless. Right. So I kind of did the same thing. Uh, my first person is Russell Westbrook, and the name of my challenge for him is Silence, because that's exactly what I want him to do this year with his critics and his naysayers and his haters and anybody in his organization that has doubt in um, him as a basketball player. And what I mean by that is I'm a Kobe Bryant fanatic. And Russell Westbrook and Kobe remind me so much of each other right now or the last two previous years for Russell. Um, from when Shaq left Kobe or got traded and then once Durant left, both Kobe and Durant, I mean, both Shaq and Durant left, left and won instantly. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like Kobe and Russell's focus when those two guys left was trying to prove that they didn't need that player, that they kind of got blinded by the main goal, which is to win. So a lot of the stuff people are saying that I see about Russell, like on social media, even though social media wasn't around back then, it's the same thing. It's the selfishness. He's not a good teammate. He can't win. He won't win again. When when Shaq left, people thought that was it for Kobe. He was going to put up numbers, but they, nobody ever said that Kobe will win two more rings or thought that. And that's the same thing people are saying about Russell. His game doesn't lead to winning. Um, you know, he's not a team player. He won't. There's no way he can win. He drove him out. People said Kobe drove Shaq out. So what I want Russell to do is kind of do what Kobe did. Those first two years, I get it. Y'all just focus on proving that y'all are elite and don't need him. But, Russell, you've done that. You got the MVP. You averaged a triple-double two years in a row. You showed us you can take a team to the playoffs. You showed us you can be the best player on the team. But those last two seasons, you had first-round exits. Last season was a big disappointment. And I just think that... The one thing nobody can take away from Russell Westbrook is his 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 ability. But the the IQ and the things he do is what makes people drag him down. So I want him to get back to what's important, be a better teammate, and do what he can do to help his team win. If Even if it ain't averaging a triple-double, just go out there and be the best Russell you can be and lead that team because this is probably the best team he's going to have as far as his team, being around him, built for him. This is a team that – has Western Conference Finals talent. He just has to be the best version of himself for them to get there. So you think in order to do that, he has to just win more? What you mean? Um, the team has to win more games, basically. Uh, for him to what? To silence, silence those critics. critics. Like that. That's yeah. the way he does. He has that. to play the, the uh, better basketball from the win. Because like a lot of people say, they don't win because of him and the way he plays. So you're saying you you challenge him to kind of. Basically, say what everybody says he doesn't do right correctly. Is a lot of times he'll take a shot instead of passing to an open teammate. Right, just just something play, like that. He you play want to better see more basketball. mature, not yeah, even more mature. mature. It's but the just same. More it's smart just like Kobe when Kobe first, you know, when Shaq first left, Kobe was just scoring, 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 putting up the numbers. But then when when he got that team around him that had enough talent with the Gasol and Lamar Odom and things like that, Kobe was a different type of player. He he still got his shots up and still scored, but he uh, he had. 
different ways of doing it. He are like his, his stuff that Kobe talk about now after and, and you can see it when he goes back and review those games about like letting a guy get hot first. I'ma let Gasol start off. Um when Gasol makes a good defensive play, I'm gonna make sure I go reward him. Those different type of things and those are things that I wanna see Russell mature and take on so that he can have a team that's gonna play to the fullest ability. Because Melo as a lot of people say, he had a disappointing season, and I know a lot of people credit that to Russell Westbrook and his style because it's his job as the leader and the point guard to recognize, oh, Mello, shit, Melo ain't got the ball in seven possessions. We got to get him in it so I can get some effort from him on defense. Those are the type of things I want to see. And if he does those things, I think that this team has enough talent to go somewhere. This is a bit off topic, but with Scott Brooks as their coach, were they running sets with KD and Russell together, or was it still just heavy isolation? I'm, I cannot I think, remember back that I far for some it reason. It was a lot of heavy isolation, but I mean, Kevin Durant, he's just a better player. They had a lot of He's just a better screens. isolation player. They kind of had like uh, a little bit of isolation on one side for Russell and then pin downs with Durant. That's hard to guard. Yeah. And then I thought I think they also just ran a lot of pick and rolls. They try to get mismatches out. There. So it was they did have some something. They, they, they had, had something. Yeah, they did okay. have more than they did obviously. Because I, I was trying to think, has Russell Westbrook ever had a coach to actually like implement him in a system? Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to think of. Because honestly, I think more he's so one like of those players. Probably, that Westbrook wasn't the player. Yeah, see, he I was probably wouldn't call Scott right Brooks now too as well. I probably wouldn't call Scott Brooks stuff a system though. You know what I mean? Like some people have like. D'Antoni has a D'Antoni system. D'Antoni has a system. Yeah. Some, yeah, it's a difference between having a system where you have all the players know what they're doing. They have specific runs they or cuts they need to make and everything like mm-hmm. that. And just being a coach that's going to say, you know what, run this play. Mm-hmm. We're going to see Kevin Durant hot, run this play. Russ Westbrook still, you got a high end, run this play. You but I feel like saying? every team should have like a set motion that they use to initiate their offense mm-hmm. to see like. It, like, it, it, it all goes back to the coaching. Some coaches yeah. don't feel like that's the best way to go about it. But the best teams in the league, that's what they do. I'm going to give out my first one. Go ahead. It's for Kevin Love. I want to see Kevin Love average 23 and 12. I know that they gave them an extension, but like 90% of me says that he won't end up, when that contract is over, he still, he won't be on the caps. He's going to get traded sometime. So get that trade stock back up for yourself. I mean, when we saw him play in um, Minnesota, he was an incredible force. You know, he's averaging 26 points per game, putting up 13 rebounds per game. And I understand that he didn't have anything else. Like that team literally needed him to do that. To, to They weren't even winning, so I, was, I wouldn't even say to win. But to put up stats. But when he got to Cleveland, he was third like third option. And then when Kyrie left, he was second option. Even when he was second option, I didn't really feel like he was second option. Because there was periods of time where you're like, where, is Kevin Love playing right now? Mm-hmm. So I, I want to see him incorporate that and not just be an all-star because he was an all-star last year, but be like one of the guys because I think he can, especially since he shoots better this year or uh, and this time in his career than he did when he was in Minnesota. So do that, get your trade value back up, and play well. He was on my list too, so I'm going to just scratch him out and write my other die. All right, I'll do mine. I had Lonzo. Okay. I want him to increase his PPG by five. What do you average last year? Like 10. 10? Yep, 10, 7, and 6. 15, that's a lot of points. Yeah, that, that is. You think he can do that with I think what, so. what they have now? Yeah, they got a lot more. I think it's possible. Yeah, last year, last year, yeah, last year he was just struggling yeah, to make shots. Yeah. I think if his he started to make shots. The wasn't the best. And then second of all, I think during that period of time, he, he wasn't really sure about times where he should score or with some times where he should just pass the ball. Yeah, I think that one year, and then with him being with Rondo, watching film, and then I feel like Rondo's really going to help him like develop more as a PG. Mm-hmm. 
and then he's gonna help his mental mistakes. Mm, five is still a lot though, but I definitely think he could, he could just definitely up his PP. Yeah, because he he was literally just missing shots. He missed mm-hmm. so many Rondo shots. Help is gonna be like you said, point guard, and it's just gonna be that that skill level. It's yeah, gonna I don't be know more decision making type go to of jump. points. I don't know. I don't know how crazy it is now that I'm thinking about it because the times where he's gonna play off the ball because obviously they got LeBron. Mm-hmm. If he is the guy that's sitting in that corner or on the wing, you know, LeBron's going to draw on that defender. He's got to make the shot. Yeah. Because they're going to be playing off of him, at least for the start of the season, based on what he until did last he, year. Until he proves that he can exactly. make the shot. Exactly. So make the shots now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with his ball handling ability, people going he going to run past people now. If yeah. they're closing out on him hard. Then, then there's like, I mean, not more plays for him to make. He's a very smart player, so yeah, he can he can make it work. Five more points per game sounds like a lot, but I don't think it's super crazy to think that he can score five more points. No. Game. Mike, throw your first one out. Uh, my first one, it's kind of a duo, but it's mainly for Serge Ibaka. I want to see him and OG Ananobi definitely step up their defensive pros, especially with Kawhi Leonard being into the mix now. I feel like that that defensive energy that Kawhi's going to bring is definitely going to rub off on them. Ever since, like, 2012, Serge Ibaka blocks numbers have been going down. Yeah. They went from, like, 3.7 to 1.3, which is that's, that's pretty bad. I just want to see it go back into an upward trend. It makes a lot of sense, though, because you think about how much the league is evolving year you by know. year. Because he's now guarding fours. They're now stretching the floor, so he's not in the paint. Because Jonas Valanciunas is not going to guard that's Tobias Harris or I, stuff I'm like really that. I'm really hoping that they, they kind of interchange them and put Serge at that five. Because we've seen what a shot blocker can do in this league because not many teams have that anymore. We mm-hmm. see we see what happened with Rudy Gobert and Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. It could definitely help a team that's trying to contend for a championship. Yeah, but Ibaka's not Rudy Gobert. He doesn't have to. He, he just, just has to protect the rim. He just protects one point. He could definitely average almost two blocks. Yeah, they're going to. He puts his mind to it. I'm sure they're going to run a small ball team where he's at the five, and that's yeah. going to help them out a lot. Especially late in the fourth. Late in the fourth, yeah. Yeah. OG Ananobi, Danny Green, Kawhi Leonard as the wings. That that defensively oh. and Lowry, no, Lowry's, Lowry's a pretty Lowry's good defender. Not a snub at the PG, yeah, so that that team defensively is going to definitely be there. And yeah, Serge could up his defense a little bit more because um, we've seen him be one of the more elite shot blockers yeah. in the league. We we need to bring back Serge. E block, yeah. Kawhi back. might be the guy to do it. Yeah, I had Lowry on my list actually. Okay, throw it out. I want to see him be a twenty point scorer this season. Kyle Lowry or Lowry Market? Kyle Lowry. <laughs> you, uh, like two episodes ago, you were like, I don't think Kyle Lowry's that guy. Okay. That's what you said. Yeah, but I feel like he could still be a twenty point scorer. Yeah, yeah, he has been. He has to be this year. You, you think he has to be? Because last year they were very successful with him averaging sixteen. Mm-hmm. And if Kawhi just come in and do what Demar, Demar did, I'm sure. Yeah, he can make up those points. Yeah. So he doesn't have to. But I mean, I mean, yes, and it will benefit the team. Yeah, yeah it will definitely benefit know, the team. Be a year older. Um, Fred Van Vliet is a year older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they could definitely be defensively really good. Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there will be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free 
with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. They were really they were pretty good last year. Yeah, they were one yeah, of the top, top five. Yeah, teams. Yeah. My second dude is Devin Booker. Um, and the, one, the thing I got for him is to solidify. I want him to solidify himself as a guy who can be a franchise player. Um, Harden was traded to the Rockets or whatever. We didn't know he was a, play, a, a franchise player or a, a guy that could be the best player on a um, contending team. Right. I want Devin Booker to arrive. Every, you know, all these players have those moments of arrival, and I feel like Devin Booker had a good season last year, 25-4-4, um, almost five assists, which is outstanding for him. And I want to see him make that leap and, and have that arrival, especially when I just found out that, you know, we, we all found out after the trade happened, the Suns, you know, they were going for Lillard, Rozier, mm-hmm. Kemba. So, they, you know, they're trying to, you know, button up their shirt and get get busy on us. So, with that Finally. statement. Took them 12 years. You know, and you just got the first overall pick. They're trying to get serious. So, they need him to be like a, um, you know, a guy that, that says, look, I'm that dude. Y'all build around and I'm going to take y'all to where y'all need to be. Well, that trade definitely submit, uh, solidifies him as DPG for them. Yeah. They got nothing else. I mean, DeAnthony Melton. But they're not starting him. And then the other guy, they, they drafted. drafted yeah. But I'm sure they're not having him start at PG. So um, Devin Booker, Josh Jackson, Trevor Ariza, TJ Warren, and DeAndre Ayton is probably going to be their starting five. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. Not too bad. All of their wing players are interchangeable. You can switch on so much stuff, um, off-ball screens, because they're all very lengthy and pretty solid defenders. Now that you just said the lineup, I'm, I want to know who's going to come off the bench. Who's going to be that? Because Ryan, they, I saw a report that Ryan, the Suns have intentions on making Ryan Anderson the starting four. So is Josh Jackson coming off the bench? I guess so. He's at least valuable out of the three that I, the three wing players. But then would your lineup be what Booker, Ariza, TJ Warren? I like TJ. I, I would I like, rather I like have the idea of TJ Warren coming off the bench. Is six really? Yeah. He's a he's such. He a averaged nineteen last year. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't he a, he a better scorer than the six man type of dude, and he ain't a sparky scorer. Mm-hmm. He's, he got a very old school game. Very, very, very old school game. Um, I think Ryan Anderson, just come on. Just, I think they should just, just have him come, come off, off the bench, bench, man. Yeah. Just have him come off the bench. I mean, they still experiment. Who's their backup? Oh, Tyson Chandler's still there. Um, yeah, just have him come off the bench and play alongside Tyson Chandler. Well, that's the best thing about the NBA. They'll have a multitude of lineups. Yeah. My next guy was Chris Middleton. Make an all star team, baby. It's definitely in the realm of possibility. These are challenges. It's not, I, I ain't trying to give out nothing that should be super easy for you. But it's a challenge. I'm still riding high off the Chris Middleton playoff series, man. 26. Averaging 60% from the field is ridiculous. There were two players on his team that were balling. It was him and Giannis. Took that game to seven. Or that series to seven. And then even there was moments where he was the guy because on the road, Giannis wasn't playing that amazing. It was Chris Middleton being the guy. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for him to make the playoffs, especially if that team takes a good step and becomes a top four seed in the East. They were like, okay, that more people pay attention to him. Maybe he'll get his fandom up. And boom, Chris Middleton is a, is a, is an all-star. So Drop- you, you like Chris Middleton? I'm, a, I'm in love with Chris. I love, I love Chris Middleton. Too. What do you think he needed to improve? Because he, he was around like you he said, averaged like he averaged like 20 last year. So he, I don't it, think statistically he's fine. Yeah, I just think they have to win more so you get more eyes on him. Because yeah. he is an all-star. He doesn't really player. do anything bad statistically. Mm-mm. He's and like he's one of those very solid players. Great defender too. Mm-hmm. He got my vote as long as he continues to do what he did. If he falls off, then I'm not obviously I'm not voting for him. But uh, big fan of Chris Middleton. I think he got that potential to be an all-star. The number two option on a, on a very good team. I got 
Ricky Rubio. I, I still got to go to mine, bro. You rushing it. Oh, you rushing it. my bad. Go ahead, Mikey. My second challenge was for Luka Doncic. I want to see him average over five assists this year. Nothing to take away from the EuroLeague and what he played before. But the NBA obviously has the best players. And I think with the people around him, he could definitely I think take his place. I think that's pretty easy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in the EuroLeague, he only averaged like four. Did he really? Yeah, but he also was, didn't play a lot of minutes either, right? Didn't I know he won the MVP of the EuroLeague, but yeah, like he's he averaging 30. He had a lot of accuracy. Yeah, I don't think he was averaging 30. He's crazy. Don't worry. Cuff his head like that. 30 minutes is what I mean. <laughs> Just, with the talent he has around him, it's not going to be hard for him to get five assists. That's all I'm going to say. He never, DeAndre, he never had a DeAndre Jordan. What did he play? Twenty five, twenty seven minutes. We're about to find out. I'm, I'm looking it up right he now. He never had a DeAndre Jordan, Dennis Smith Jr. Like he didn't have those type of players around him to throw lobs to, and so that's all I'm saying. Why is this going to images? I don't want to see images of Luca. I just want to look at his stats. <laughs> What's the history on there, bro? Excuse me. Come on, bro. Not not on the podcast. All right, let's look at his Euro League stats. Um, so last year. He averaged 14 points per game, 4.6 assists, and 25 minutes per game. Let's go 16 and 5. His rookie year, that's your goal for him, 16 and 5? 16 and 5. Okay. Two awards, MVP twice, baby. So you just want to see him get the best? Yeah, I want to see how much how well he's going to transition to the NBA. All right, Derek. All right, so I had Ricky Rubio. I want him to come out and prove that last year wasn't a fluke, that he can actually be a weapon on offense, and it just wasn't a fluke so last year. the scoring part of his game? Yeah, because the playmaker's always going to be there. We always know that he's going to be a hell of a playmaker. But right. the scoring thing, everybody keeps saying it's a fluke. That's the only reason why the Jazz were actually, like, good. So I feel like if he continues to do that, that they can really be a real threat in the West. I saw this this tweet on Twitter. Some guy, he put out, like, Ricky Rubio had more 30-point games last season, and he just listed out a bunch of players. And I was like, really? Yeah, I seen that. You saw that it tweet? Was, it was like Ben Simmons, right? Ben, ben Simmons is on that list. Gordon Hayward was on that list. But that was a joke. That was a joke. Yeah, was a joke. Yeah, yeah. That Gordon Hayward was on that list. But, like, he actually – they were actually, like, really good NBA players mm-hmm. on that list. It was like Ricky Rubio had more 30 I'm trying to think. It was, it was a decent score on that. Yeah, there was a couple decent scores. I, I mean, I would have to go back and try to find that yeah. tweet. But, it's yeah, he had a very good scoring year. Nobody expected that from him. Nobody expected that from him. So it would be pretty solid if he did that. And even when you come to the playoffs – even he though he, he, aver- he averaged like nine points a game, but it it felt it felt like so much more. Yeah, he had some big shots. Right? Yeah, it felt like so yeah, much more three. than nine. He even took Russell Westbrook out of the game. That's that one game, yeah, yeah. After Russell Westbrook was talking that trash. Who are you taking? What you talking about? Ricky Rubio, Russell. Come on, dude. <laughs> I knew you were trying to get it there. Bro. <laughs> yeah, I like the, I like his tone. You'll be a fool. You'll be a fool to say Rubio. Russell will take him out of the league. Give me them knees, boy. Um, I mean, Car- wait, are we talking about hurting him? <laughs> oh, he gonna snatch back? Wasn't Rubio? I think Minnesota had dirt on. They was pushing him or something. Huh? Remember when uh, Jeff Teague and Ricky Rubio got into it? Oh yeah, Ricky Rubio, Ricky Rubio gets beat up a lot. Yeah, yeah, he get picked off. I said that because you know how hard made him. I like Rubio though, so we off that. But my next two is Carmelo Anthony. I was I was I, thinking I, about putting him on my I, list, but I, I was like, bonus. no. That was a bonus. I had a bonus goal. For and him. it's basically just redemption. You know what I mean? I feel like the Rockets are a better fit for him. They actually, like I said, they actually mm-hmm. have a style uh, opposed to um, Billy Donovan, who doesn't I, call I, plays. They got it. I don't know. What they don't get me started. He need to get his two K overall. Look, you um, see what it was, right? Yeah. 
Um, we hold that. Let's at the end of the show. Let's talk about two K overalls at the end because I know a lot of people probably don't give a damn about two K overalls. Chris Paul, playmaker, point guard. James Harden, play. You know, he can put, make plays. His isolation game just allows him to be such a playmaker. I think he fit better. So I think this would be an easy. You know, what would be redemption for him? You would say. Um, just being more effective, especially when it comes to playoff times. I feel like in the Thunder series versus the Jazz, he yeah. just disappeared. I just, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad I, you didn't say no like statistical. Yes, you me just too. said yes. basically efficiency and effectiveness. Yes, because yeah, I mean, 16 points wasn't bad. It yeah, was that, the contract work out. that he was on. Now they got him on a, a decent contract. He's on a better team who don't need him to do nothing crazy statistically. Mm-hmm. They just need him to actually beat up and put some effort in on the defense. But that comes with scoring. Yeah, if you want to score to play defense, he has a score. Like that's something that Chris Paul would know. Veteran point guard. You can't expect a dude to not have touch the ball for five minutes and take, play his ass off on defense. That's just common sense. Hey, a reason about Mute did. They're not scorers. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're not, they, they were better plugins than Melo. <laughs> My next guy was. Uh, are you, are you, do y'all smoke PCP together before the episode? <laughs> no, I, I agree with Derek. I, I'm just saying. My next guy is. Uh, <laughs> but I'm, how can you expect a, a guy who's not a defender? To play defense when he's not scoring, I'm not. Saying and then you're saying a, a defense. You're saying a, a defensive dude is doing it. I'm just that's the reason he's going to do. He don't need to. He's not even looking. To yeah, score. but I'm just saying they were better fits for that team than Melo because they did not need the ball. They will still give you the same effort no matter how many shots they're taking. What you got? I, I, I do agree with that. <laughs> um, Wiggins. Fucking play defense, dude. <laughs> he got all the intangibles to be a good defender. He's lengthy. He's athletic and Strong. everything. He, I don't know if it's his IQ or he's just not giving effort on that side of the ball, but fucking play defense. Just do it. That it, team should be a decent defending team. They have two people that don't play defense. Him and Tom. Oh, yeah. And they both I had, be, I had to pick between the two. They both don't even try. <laughs> there, there were periods of time in the playoffs where Towns was solid defensively. That's why I didn't pick him. I didn't pick him. But Wiggins, come on, bro. Just, just. Buckle, get in the gym with Jimmy, which I'm sure you probably do. But like, get that. Hey, all the, video, all the probably videos probably. I see of Jimmy in the gym, he, he not with, he, not, years, huh? he with fucking Mike, Mike Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, Wiggins could be so good in this league if he just like he always he already averages a decent amount of points if that's what you care about. But if he just put it together on the opposite side, people wouldn't be talking so much trash about him mm. because he he wouldn't be such a one dimensional player. I think, but he's not even an efficient scorer. He's not an efficient scorer, but I think you can live with that if he was a solid defender. Yeah. So I, it's so yeah. many players he, in the league that I feel that way. If with, he can though. constantly like not even shut down, but hold down, hold his man down some points, and then also give you around twenty, it's going to look a lot better. If he could give possessions where Jimmy doesn't have to guard the best ball handler. Then that'll help Jimmy's offensively because yeah. he don't have to guard the best defender. If you can tell sometimes Jimmy's just like, like dead tired. Yeah. I got to guard James Harden and hit the game winning shot? Come on, man. Yeah, it was times in the Houston series where Jimmy just looked dead. Like, his hands was on his knees. Mm-hmm. Like, he was just dead. So, his ass need to chill out there. Tell him to stop doing so, so much. He needs oh, to he do needs so to much. <laughs> but there, there are a lot of players in the league that I feel that way with. Like, you have all of the intangibles in the world to be a, at least a decent defender. You ain't got to be all defensive saying That's too much. But to be a decent defender and you just haven't put it together. Again, I don't know if it's IQ or effort. 
But something have to change if LeBron, you want to do LeBron, something. Hey, LeBron's the same way. Go back to that. It goes back to the metal thing. Them boys want to score. They're trying to hoop. They, they, they need to change their mindset then. Hey, get, feed them boys that ball. I Don't f- they play some do, do not feed Wiggins the ball more than you did last year. You're going to lose more games. Mike. <laughs> uh, I guess he need to change his game. The way he scores is irritating as hell. I got he shouldn't take the most shots on that team is all I'm saying. Give Taz the ball more. Give Jimmy the ball more. <laughs> Big fat. Turn around jumpers. <laughs> That spin move jumper, is, that's kind of nice though. That's like the best thing about his game. That, that, Don't talk about that post fade. That, that's, yeah, yo, that post fade. I know, crazy. I know he had to be killing people in high yo, school with that post fade. Yo, Maple Jordan, baby. That shit is so predictable. They go isolate, Wiggins get on there, he get that, two dribbles. And they go live by. All right, we don't want to slander him crazy. too much. Anyways, I got my challenge is for Joel Embiid to get over 25 a game this year. He was at, I think, like 23. 23, last year. yeah. Yeah, he's definitely up to. First, I was rookie. I think he had twenty. So every year he's up to his, his ante. I just want to see him get over twenty five. I'm not concerned about that. I think he could do it if he plays more games. He played thirty his first year, and I think around like sixty six last yeah, year around that area. So hopefully he stays healthy. Yeah, sixty six like is a good him, number. Yeah, I would yeah, like, like to see him play seventy bad. this year. Yeah, if he could play seventy a, this year. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Maybe that should have been your goal: play <laughs> seventy games. I don't know. Somebody I hate, told I hate me. challenging people about health, though. Somebody told me Chris Asperzinger is my next one. Has to be with Chris no, it's not Chris Paul, oh. but my next one has to be with is with hell. So that's funny. Wait, that you said don't that. tell you about to say what I think you're about. Somebody to say. told me Chris Chris Asperzinger is more injury prone than Joel Embiid. I was there. I think I remember that. Was that in the live? Were you in? I think I brought it up in the live. Okay, that doesn't even make sense. He has a big. Wasn't that page. that was one of those Sixers? Fa- right. <laughs> See, that, you should ignore it right there. If it's a Sixer fan page, just ignore it, man. That, them fan pages go so crazy. I follow, I follow him so because he show love. And I just was scrolling. I seen like what? <laughs> I had to leave a comment. Fan pages do be hilarious. yeah. Fan pages are ridiculous, bro. This is literally like Brazilian's first first like big injury crazy. ever. And Joel B missed two whole seasons. Boys, you got to. It's back on Derek. Um, I challenge Lowry to post up more and be more aggressive. I respect that. I need. I do, I do need that as well. Yeah, because I feel like he was relying too much on that three ball. He mm-hmm. needs to get more in that in between game and that low block. I it would make him that more. so much more effective because yeah. we know he can shoot. The league knows he can shoot now. Yeah. So let's expand it to, like you said, to the block. Yeah. Oh my god, bro! You know what that made me think about? What's up? When Jaron Grant was our point guard, which I'm so glad is not the case anymore. They get the switch, and Laurie had the fucking point guard on him like six possessions in the row. No. Jaren didn't give him the ball. Oh. <laughs> he just didn't give him the ball. Was he the man in the ball? No, no, no he does not. So he it, it goes, it does go both ways. But like, just I think PS said ball. that like a while ago. Like when we had said that he doesn't get the ball, PL was like, he has to demand it. Yeah, like, you, you do not, have to demand like, it. Yes. If you don't make it known that you want the ball, your point guard is not going to give you the ball. I'm so glad so. Jaren's not on the team. I'm tired of him dribbling out 23. I'm not even a Bulls fan, but I just, just <laughs> that boy dribbled the ball like he had no tomorrow. <laughs> Should I get my next player? Go ahead. It's about health. Kind of. It's Blake Griffin. All right. I want him to make an all-star game. It's been since 2015 since he's done that. And most of it is probably due to the fact that he's never played over 60 games over the, since then. So part of it is health because his numbers are going to still be there. Health. Part of it is health. Oh. <laughs> I hate the disrespect to Blake. Just, just, and I don't, it's not something that you can really control, like, like you said, but... Some has to give, man. Just play, play more games, and you'll probably be an all star, especially in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, you run the East. 
I don't know. Go go hit up LeBron. You got the money to get the same treatment, offseason treatment that LeBron get. They paid your ass. Go spend that million on keeping your body healthy like Bronny does. You know what's crazy? What if he do it? What if that's that? Yeah, it's just not working. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, go like, that's all you said. <laughs> I do. I spent five million, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. It hurts my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the Blake bill. Yeah, that, that was just mine. It's like, it's been, it's been three years. And there's a period of time yeah. when he was an MVP he candidate. Because I actually started off. Really good on MVP level, man. But um, he did that when he got traded to the Pistons. He he came out really good. Mm -hmm. Dwight Howard, and I'm gonna call this one chemo (laughs) because everywhere they go, they say he can't. I love love how you put that together. I I just think that the Washington Wizards is a good team when healthy. You got the dynamic backcourt of Wall and Bill. Who sometimes you know can be an elite backcourt? Sometimes, um, sometimes. Yeah, when when they together, and they they you know oh. they, they're healthy. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I, I thought you meant like first. I was about to say, first isn't that, about him? Yeah, I was about to say that just went. Yeah, yeah, no, I was about to say that's number two. That's um, the second best backcourt in the league. No, why? Third. Yeah, because you third. like Portland. You like third, Portland. Third, I knew, third. I knew you were going no, no, no. I, I had Stephen Clay. Right, that's number one for Houston. sure. Houston's. I, I don't know why. You taking Wall and them over your guys? Hell yeah. Okay, I would too. That, I, I was surprised you didn't say that. Okay. You you haven't noticed the love that I have for John Wall? Lately? He got the Blazer shirt on today, Wall? which is weird. John Wall's that dude. Yeah, he is. That's two All Stars versus my, one and a half. One All Star uh, last year, but um, yeah. If you take Dwight, if you put Dwight on last year team, they beat the Raptors. Take Gortat off it, they beat the Raptors. So uh, Dwight just coming there, focus on playing basketball, trying to win. I think he can tr- contribute to that team because, like we said, they have an elite backcourt. Is the Detroit night scene? I mean, not Detroit. Uh, Washington D.C. night scene nice. I have no idea. Hell if I know. Okay. I doubt that, it. That's a major factor in this. I doubt it. Who, I mean, every every city got like a downtown. A nightlife. Some type of nightlife. Shit, that tell shit. that to Utah. Salt Lake City ain't got no nightlife. I'm sure they got something. <laughs> <laughs> if you view it, J.R. Smith will find something. <laughs> Guaranteed. If you do some looking, you can find something in any downtown? city. Downtown? Yeah. Mike? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Oh, I don't challenge, just look uh, at your phone. I challenge Kevin Knox to go out there and get rookie of the year. With Porzingis being out for more than probably half the season, he's it's gonna be his time. He's gonna have a lot of touches and points to grow, uh, to put up. That just reminded me again about the two K rating stuff, which we'll talk about. Maybe we'll say that for the after show. Pitiful, 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 pitiful. Are we all on the fifth one? Pitiful. Like we about to wrap up soon? I got one more. Yeah, we. I pitiful. have one more. Pitiful, got pitiful. One more. I got one more. I think everybody has one more. It. Get back in conversation with six man of the year. I'm not asking you to be an MVP candidate no more because I think that ship has probably sailed. You know, he's been um, he doesn't think so. He don't think so, which is he shouldn't. You know, he shouldn't. He should have faith in himself that he can be back to where he was. But honestly, I'm giving a more realistic go. I think it's very possible for him to get back in uh, six man of the year conversations for sure. Somebody asked me, does it make more sense for them to start it and have Jamal Murray come off the bench what? since Jamal Murray is more of a natural two? No. No. I said no. Yeah, I said no to that. <laughs> he got to go back to his his OG nickname, the Pizza Man, because he always deliver. You know Isaiah nicknames. Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was one of his name. Yeah, it was a great nickname. <laughs> Next one. Who want to go? Just you do I'll it. Go. I got KD. I want him to stop arguing with um, fans online. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a big challenge, bro. That's, that's a big challenge for that's KD. Way too hard. <laughs> that is way too hard. What's, yeah. what's your favorite argument of KD with a fan? I don't know. Or is that count or is the, the, the recent one? 
I don't know the re- what's the reason you got to remind me. This is what we talked about on the show. This, this, he was in the DMs with the sixteen year old. Oh yeah, that's just stupid. Well, I think there's nothing you can benefit from it as yeah. a, as an athlete. There's nothing that comes positively if you interact in that way in a negative yeah. conversation. Um, if he want the, he doesn't. The, you never see him have positive interactions with him. It, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Why does he always have to have negative ones? Because I, I think, I think those, yeah, those, those are the ones, ones that hurt him. Yeah, those, those are the ones, ones that, that stand out. Yeah, but I feel like if somebody says something nice to you, you should be able to like. No, for sure. Yeah, but like I think I think most people. I don't. I want to say most people, but it gets overlooked a lot. Yeah. Like you can read a thousand comments on a picture saying how great you are, but that one comment that called him a snake probably hit some more than like the KD. You're the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, I can kind of relate to that, honestly, okay. when it comes to the YouTube comment section. I can see a thousand people saying, like, great video, great video. But that one guy said, man, you got the editing error. You'd be like, fuck, I did have to edit an error. <laughs> so just stuff like that hits you more than the other stuff. Who got the next one? The love over power to hate. Our baby blue powered the wraith. Y'all don't know who said that? Um, Cameron. Well, that's close, but nah. Okay. He from New York. That sounds like a Jay-Z line. He from New York. That's close, but he ain't y'all. When you when you said New York City, man, y'all name my older guys. Mike, he younger. He, I'm playing them in the car. The love over power to hate. Our baby blue powder the wraith. Don Q. Don Q. Uh, Shout out to Don. Yeah, Q. I don't know who that is. Um, stop listening to that damn rock and roll and listen to some rap. That's your damn problem. <laughs> who got the fire bands out there to listen to? Yeah, Clay Thompson. It's not rock, really. Expand, Clay. <laughs> Clay, leave. Go. Go. I want to see you get, go. Bye. Leave them. They got Boogie. They going to pay Draymond. You leave. Get your bag elsewhere. Make you a, a team, def- defensive first team, whatever, and, and get your bag and, and be gone. Yeah, Chicago. Yep. That shit, I'll take it. I don't yeah. know what y'all going to do as far as Zach and all of that, but. Play together. Go. Move. Well, Adios. Move, move Clay fly. to the three. Spread, spread yeah. your wings and fly. He's 6'7". Yeah. Yeah, you can run a three for sure. I won't take that. Go to New York with Kyrie. Right. Ooh, shit. Next. Kyrie, Clay, Kevin Knox, Porzingis, and Cancer? Seven C coming, baby. You make any team sounds. Uh, Mike, I'll slap you in your face if Clay Thompson came to New York. He not. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. He not. He a Bay Area. I might, when we go to New York, I might have to get that Clay, that Clay custom. His dad say he's staying. I don't care what his dad say. His dad need to shut the hell up. And Clay going to do what I tell him. But LeVar don't. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> because, oh. because Le- everything LeBron said came to fruition. Uh, not about that playoffs first year. That ain't really coming to fruition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Y'all listen to the silly shit. I listen to the real shit. My, I got a big. <laughs> All this shit is the silly shit. To me. You wasn't saying that when you met him. No, nah, I wasn't. <laughs> you, neither was you. Uh-oh. You're right. You was like, hey, take that picture. I was like, nah, he need to shut that up. For that Tinder profile. Because well, I ain't going to take no picture of Michael Thompson. But go ahead, man. Uh, my last challenge It's a big one I need D'Angelo Russell To stay healthy So he can take his team To the playoffs this year The playoffs? That's Yeah Playoffs That's a big one Playoffs Playoffs That's a goddamn big one <laughs> Now I'm just joking Michael Thompson I love you Go ahead though. There's so many teams Better than them That's why it was a challenge <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good point good True point. True You're Is that right. all of ours? Yeah No I think you have Don't you have one more? No that was my last one IT was my last one. Oh yeah 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 IT Tech? Oh, is it time? <clears throat> I'm just shook. Thank y'all so much for watching slash listening nah, to this episode. We're gonna do that on the after show. We going we're going too long. Okay. Go download the podcast. You can listen to the after show. Every Friday we get one additional show. It's not visual, just in your ears. So if you're on your way to work, school, church, any place you go to the grocery store, listen to the to the podcast there. Um New York City, 
All in the description, a link. If you want to RSVP, come meet us, New York, September 18th, the exact Patreon. date. Patreon also in the link in the description. Yeah, a lot of people asking about leagues and all of that. Yeah, that's how you going to get it. Yeah, 2K is coming up. If you want to be in our drafts, uh, associations, you got to be in the Discord. Exactly. You got to get into the Patreon. That's the way. And then um, listen to the after show. Yes, sir. Now. Or Friday. <laughs>